Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. And Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is uh, part one of our Christmas special, so obviously check out next week as well. You lucky people. (laughs) Well, guys, in front of this special Christmas edition of uh, the Arcade Attack podcast, we've got good old Dylan. Hello. And Rob. Hey. And Keith. Hello. <laughs> Can I say hello again? And Dylan. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I thought it'd be interesting today to real Christmas it up today and look at some Christmas games. Let's get festive. Yeah, and actually, when you don't do a bit of digging around and scratching your head, there's not actually that many Christmas games out there. We've, We've got to be reason. creative. We've got to be creative. <laughs> We've got to be creative. Before creative I start license. talking about Christmas games, I want to start by talking about the most Christmassy topic ever: coffee. What? what? <laughs> I know where Adrian's going on this. <laughs> a few a few months back, I was here, wasn't I, Dylan? This very same house. In my very house. I was a bit hungover yes. on the night before. Oh, yes. And Dylan said, what drink would you like? And I was like, oh. I, in case you don't know me, listen, I need my coffee. I'm a bit of a coffee addict. I have at least three a day. Strong coffees. Yeah. So I said, Dylan, strong coffee, please. And what did you say? I said, I haven't got any coffee. <laughs> This is a true story. I didn't have any coffee in the house. I now have a massive jar of coffee. It's Wait. like, literally, it's it's as big as my face. But, <laughs> and I hope you don't want me asking, Dylan, and it's a slightly personal question, but mm. why didn't you have any coffee? Because it makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Keith's looking very quizzical, right? What? Yes. Coffee has this uh, added effect of making me angry. I've noticed. Yep. Really? Yeah, apparently so. Interesting. I've known you a long time and I did not know this. <laughs> yeah. When did you discover? I only discovered this about a year ago. Oh. Yes. So it was like, oh, I'm like, I was like fuming like all the time and like on every occasion <laughs> I just had a coffee. I'm tempted to give Dylan the coffee right now. So yeah, happens. don't offer him a coffee. No, no. <laughs> oh, I turn, I turn into the Hulk. But why have you got coffee now then? Explain that. Just for like you. Emergency, right. this emergency aid coffee. Oh, thank mm. you. But at the time, I was a, I was a little bit ooh, gobsmacked. I have to say, it was a tough, it was a tough session. It was. Time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I got through it. You did it, mate. You did. But it. I did it. But anyway, coffee story over. Mm. Now I want to talk a little bit about a certain video game. That's why we're here. <laughs> because, called Coffee and Bean actually, Beef. I'm is wondering it, what the coffee? connection is between the coffee what? story and Christmas. What? Coffee Bean Puzzler. Coffee Bean <laughs> Luckily, you know, I've had a lot of coffee today, so I'm not in a daze. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm nice. sharp. I'm ready. Yeah. We are looking at a certain game called Days Before Christmas. Ah. ah. Days with a Z, obviously. I saw what you did. Yeah. You yeah. see what I did there. Um... What do you guys know about Days Before Christmas? It's a platform. It's a platform game with... Santa 
And that's about it. Yes. Santa goes around kicking everyone's asses, <laughs> ripping off presents it, from people. There's an evil snowman, and there's like a big rat thing. Good, there is. There are, the is bosses, it, there are a few bosses, and uh, Rob's mentioned a couple of them. Is there. it a Sunsoft game? It is. Yeah, yeah it is a video game made by Norwegian video game developers, uh, Funcom. Mm. Uh, but it was released by Sunsoft. Well done. Typical Scandos. Like, who... who Scandos? Want... Scandos? <laughs> yeah. Like, the Scandinavians. The like, Scandinavians. Who else would kind of make a game about Christmas? I just... I'm going to go on a big rant about this in a bit, but I'll Ooh. let Adrian kind of Ooh. go into the game. Some pent-up Scando anger. Well, it's because I've had coffee. Apparently. It was <laughs> It was made in, in, in good old Norway, but actually... It was released on the Mega Drive in 1994 in Australia. How crazy is that? Only Australia. Uh, for the Mega Drive, yes. The one market what? in the world where Christmas is in winter <laughs> and Santa like. Yeah, because they, they never see snow at Christmas. Yeah, they never so see maybe snow. there was a, you know, a desire for that. Well, kind of game. There was a good marketing brain behind that. It was also, uh, obviously it was made on the Mega Drive, only in Australia, released in Australia. Where, where There was another version available. It was the version, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the yeah. version. And where was that available? Worldwide. No. Oh. Australia. Yes, and? New Zealand. New Zealand. No. Oh, jinx. <laughs> you can't talk anymore. They go, <laughs> Europe and Australia. Okay. Oh. So, oh, well. <laughs> so actually, it's, it never got to American shores. How crazy is that? I was hoping you were going to say he went to Japan, where he was known as Festive Gift Man. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That, that's that's there a sequel. <laughs> Festive Gift Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is, like that Dylan said, it's a colourful 2D scrolling platformer. Nothing too crazy. Um, I would say it plays a little bit like Mario. Maybe actually more like Robocod, actually. That kind of sort of graphics. Yeah. Mm. Bright, colourful in your face. Rollo to the rescue. R- Rollo to the rescue. A tad slower than Mario. Uh, we'll talk more about my views on it in a minute. But it's a very, very limited game. Very like No, limited supplier game. I was going to say. It's not, I, I'm going to, no, we'll come to my views in a minute, but it's a limited supplier game. It's a rare game. Very rare. And actually, we went to the games market and we did them recently. We saw two copies of it. We saw it. We saw two, we copies. Saw two copies in the flesh. Oh, what, two Mega Drives? Mega Drives. And there were two, there were two prices, weren't there, for each? Do you remember the prices? Um, one was like, was it 70 quid? Are these both like complete in box? No, 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 no. no. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, no. What? One was okay. The first one was a hundred quid. Then. Nope. Oh damn it! Was they were both in box. They were both Mega Drive versions in box. But one didn't have the instructions. One didn't have manuals, and one was a bit tattooed in others. And I looked at the prices carefully. I made a little note here. One was for one hundred and eighty pounds, and that was the one without the manual, <laughs> and a slightly better version box with the manual. No. £340. Oh my god. No. It was probably the most expensive thing there, apart from the Jag CD, but let's I not com- talk about that. I completely missed that conversation. I was looking at you whilst you were chatting to him, but I, I, I would have, you would have heard me go, what? I, I, <laughs> I knew that we were going to do a podcast this, so I, oh. I, I had eagle eyes, didn't I? And did I buy any of those said copies? Yes. Yes. I yes. bought both of them. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. It's so expensive, this game. I mean, the SNES version is it's not quite as expensive, I believe, but still, the Mega Drive Wall is up there. Very rare. A lot of money. It's insane. Insane in the membrane. Um, and maybe another reason why it is so expensive is there's very, very few Christmas-based video games. There's not a yeah, lot really out there. There really aren't no. any. You know, this is probably the most <laughs> Christmassy video game ever made, or at least no, it's actually well about Christmas. Yeah. And Santa. And... I hate this game on principle and the idea of Christmas <laughs> games. And and I'll tell you why. I can tell you why very <laughs> succinctly. Like, you think of all the great Christmas films ever made. 
How many of them take place on Christmas Day? None. They're always like Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve. Eve. leading up to Christmas it's Eve. Eve. Exactly. And they run up to Christmas and the climax is always on Christmas Eve. Yeah. From uh, everything from It's a Wonderful Life and Scrooged through to Die Hard and Gremlins and mm-hmm. Bad Santa or Christmas Eve. And the reason for that is that is when Christmas Eve is coming to its peak of expectation. Like yeah. basically it kind of goes through the best bit, like Christmas probably climaxes in the morning when you're opening your presents and you have Christmas dinner and then like everything else is kind of downhill. You're basically oh, yeah. falling yourself oh, around. Yeah. And yet 99% of the people who played like days before Christmas the first time, when do you think they played it? They played it on Christmas oh, day after yeah. lunch, after like they'd been yeah. given yeah. it after as a present. After the Christmas. Therefore, you know, it's, it's just, I hate the idea of it on principle. You can't eat, and you're not going to play anywhere, any other part of the year round. Why would you? It's ridiculous. Mm. I played it, I've played it in October and November time. So I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, but, but you're playing it as a post kind of thing. You wouldn't have played it then at the time. Because why mm. would so, why would you get your Christmas present before Christmas? Uh, if you're a good boy or girl. I guess you could or, buy it yourself, but... What? At a games market, you can buy it for yourself. Guys, that? market, you can spend 300 quid. You've got quid. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. about $400 for yeah. American listeners. Yeah. Well, I think so. Rob's got a point, but when I start talking about the game itself, he might change his mind. Okay. <laughs> you ready for this? Because the game's not set on Christmas Day, is it? No, and actually... Ah, is it set in the lead-up to Christmas? Actually, it is set on the lead I up quite like this. You, you load the game up, and one of the first things you see is a big advent calendar, and it's got 24 windows, okay? And and it's got level one, the level two... Has it got 24 levels? Mm-hmm. No. We'll come to that soon. We'll come to that. Right, so the lead... So the lead, the lead even, the lead Mega Drive developer, Cole Henrik Skolstedt... There you go. I nice that pronunciation. <laughs> it took about a year to make this game. One whole what, a year. Okay. Um, but actually, the game didn't start, uh, the actual real getting into the making of the game, six months into development. So it took a while um, to real get things moving. And actually, he used the source code of this game from a, a previous game they developed called We're Back, a dinosaur story. We heard about this. Yeah, no. um, I heard. I did hear about this and I checked out that game on YouTube, and it looks appalling. It looks genuinely like... I've not seen it. It's like a platformer where there are hardly any, any enemies and the sprites are massive. Yeah, that's a fair... Actually, that was a fair criticism about that game. And I think days before Christmas, looked at that and they improved upon those criticisms, to be fair, Rob, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I can't, I'm not arguing with that. Yeah, but I think that's a fair point, yeah. Uh, so they just used a lot of the back sort of programming of We're Back, A Dinosaur Story... And made it just Christmassy, really, and just added a few extra things on the side. Uh, the Super NES version apparently had only one program working on it, so they just took the Mega Drive version and one person converted, converted it over. Okay. So, uh, and that's the game I mainly played. I mainly played the Super NES version, truthfully. All right, do you want to hear about the gameplay and a bit more of the sort of story? Yeah, tell me more. Ready for this? So you play, you play a Santa Claus or Father Christmas. A Santa Claus? The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. <clears throat> you, you play as the only Santa Claus. That raises the question, is there just one Santa Claus or is there millions of Santa Clauses? There's arguably two. Oh. And I'll come into that in a minute. Okay. So you play as Santa Claus and you and it's a race up to... You, you, you've got a, about, I say about, you know, 24 days to save Christmas. We're assuming one window is a day. So we're saying you've got the whole of December to rescue Christmas from the evil snowman who has imprisoned all the Santa's elves and captured all your reindeer. So you've got a bit of pressure. <clears throat> the elves are, and reindeer are being imprisoned by Santa anyway. They can't go anywhere. 
<laughs> like controversial view. Look, like Rob's on the Christmas war path today. Well, Rob's war against Christmas. <laughs> oh, come on, you think the elves have a union? Where are they going to go? Like they're being exploited by Santa, and you know, slave labour. Yeah, the well, elves don't have a union, do they? Oh my! If they did, oh. The reindeer are basically Santa's pets who are forced to kind of tow him around. Yeah, they're, yeah, but they're the rather entire little... world in one night. Oh, come on, those poor reindeer! But oh. they get three hundred sixty-four days off a year. That's, That's not true. a bad deal, is it? That's true. true for one day's hard work. Adrian, oh. you're a teacher. What what do you have to say about this line of thinking that these people get days off, therefore they don't work as hard? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did, did not say that. We just said it was a good deal. No, I'm asking what you think of that line of thinking. I'm not saying I think one one of the perks of teaching is the days off. You get good holidays, but teachers work very hard. That's what I'm going to say. Oh yeah, no, just I, like Santa Claus. I like teachers. <laughs> right, back to the evil snowman. <laughs> the important things in life. Yeah, evil the, snowman. The evil snowman has imprisoned all your elves. Um, what foes do you think good old Santa Claus faces on his epic adventure? I know that there's an evil snowman as the main boss, uh, but who, who, what other en- sort of level pl- enemies would you come across? Okay, um, enemies of Christmas. We're talking yeah, or... who's in there? Rob. Rob's the team. Yeah, Rob is in there. Grinches. <laughs> Grinches. Grinches. I don't think there's any Grinches actually, but there's giant rats. I was going to oh, say giant rats because Christmas hating rats. Evil toys, of course. Of, of course, evil yeah. toys. Evil toys. Someone called mm. tanks. Who were betting against their father, Santa Claus, who made them, mm. or just Possibly. random toys? They're just evil possessed toys that attack you. So flying planes and so like toy planes. I want to say Blaze from Street of Rage. No, explain. Oh. She hate Christmas. No, I don't know. I just thought she'd be in it. <laughs> that what makes the game enemy? better? Because Blaze, Blaze runs. Blaze's sisters, though. Blaze's sisters. Days, Blaze. Days, Blaze. Blaze before Christmas. <laughs> Blaze before Christmas. <laughs> Evil blaze before Christmas. Well, sorry, you can shoot kind of sort of magic dust, sort of magic powers, and that's kind of that's the way you attack, really. So Mickey you can, Mouse. You can jump on it. Well, like Michael Jackson in Moonwalker, like, and Mike, he does the like, kick, and then just like that. That's a really good way of looking. I love that. I know what one of the enemies is. Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in Jingle All the Way. He attacks a Santa. He attacks many Santas. Put that cookie down. That's true. Well, look, you, you use your magic powers, you, you turn these evil toys and rats, uh, in, you can turn them to harmless Christmas presents. Uh, and it's, you know what? There's 24 levels, okay? And each, like I said, each level is represent, represented by an advent calendar. And uh, once you open one door, you open the other door and so forth. Um, there are good levels. I quite like the levels in this. Typical toy factory levels, typical snow levels. Uh, there's basement levels, caves and workshops. Have it too out out there, but but then, but then, after every five areas, so after every five sort of stages, you come across a boss. What was your What was your point? Then? I don't quite get. That I don't one. know. I was just trying to get you to tell me <laughs> there was different types of levels, but no. But there, there's a good sort of mixture, you know. I think like every. every I thought you were going to say every fifth level is a coffee shop level, and that was how we were linking to the coffee store. Well, yeah, I don't know, don't know why, why you mentioned coffee, but yeah, moving on quickly then. <laughs> or is it coffee fee? Coffee is this what Kabibi is? Look, I quite like this game. Ah, oh, we worked I, it out. I, <laughs> high five, we worked it out. And I'm not, I'm not high-fiving that, because oh. you did work it out. Ah, oh, <laughs> I quite like this game. I think it's it's bright, it's colourful, it looks well. Animated is really, quite, really, really quite nicely, actually. It is well animated. Yeah, and, and Santa's got a nice little face, and you want to control him. <laughs> and I quite like... Um, the game is a nice... 
platformer. You know, and I, I think the bosses are quite good as well. So there's the Evil Snowman. The Evil Snowman you, you face quite early, actually. I think he comes back later as well. Um, there's a, the Timekeeper. <clears throat> Ooh, what is the Timekeeper? I actually know this. Is it a clock? It is a huge clock, and it kind of rolls down. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's really weird to explain. It rolls down this big sort of semicircle thing. You have to time your jumps perfectly. Well, like a half pipe. Like yeah, a half, it's exactly a half pipe. like a half pipe. It is a half pipe. Does, and I, can't, I don't remember. Does the snowman look like it? Jack Frost from either either movie that ah oh, okay the comedy or the horror one. They're a combination of the two, really. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely. So it's pretty spooky. And there's a, the only difference was in the horror one. He had like sharp teeth, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> quite possibly. <laughs> Louse the mouse. You have to. Attack. A giant mouse called Laos. There you go. Um, Mr. Weather as well. Look, I, can't, I won't say I've completed all the bosses. I've got about half through the game. Um, and there is also uh, a way. I like this, guys. It's my favourite bit, actually. There is a. a you, you can drink a certain beverage during the game, can't you? Mulled wine? It's steamy hot, but so. But mulled wine could be. It's Does it make you angry? <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. If you if you drink a cup of hot coffee, in some people I've read it. I read it on, on, online. Some people think it's hot cocoa, but I think it's coffee. If you drink a hot coffee, and there's they've dotted around, there's a few probably one or two in each level. If you drink this hot coffee, you turn and you transform into something called Anti Claus. And I'm talking you turn into the evil Santa Claus. Is it, is pretty crazy. That's crazy. That I said that to you the other day. That is crazy. You turn, when you drink coffee, you turn into a blue-suited, devilish-looking Santa Claus, don't That's you? That's exactly what happens to me. <laughs> Anti-dill. Man, you know listen, ha- listeners, this is in no way prepared. We have no way prepared this. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know it, Dill, but and you, I don't think you even know it now, but if you drink coffee and you do turn into anti Claus, you are invincible for a certain time. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but, unfortunately, you can no longer use your magic powers. Oh... But you're invincible, so you can smash through the level, jump through re- over the bosses, and fish back. But they get no billing. Yeah. But ah, instead of using your magic powers, you can use your giant sack of toys and use that to hit enemies. <laughs> I'm really glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> giant sack. That's what I think. When I was playing it, if you do turn to Andy, because I'm pretty sure you can jump higher as well. So you can jump higher. Uh, you're invincible. It's, it's almost like Sonic. Was this? I know he doesn't jump higher, but was this game made by the tea industry? Do you reckon? Yeah, to make you like not drink coffee. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be better. Turn into Anti Claus. <laughs> It'd be better if Anti Claus is called Satan Claus. I mean, you, the listeners can't see it, but I'm making claw motions with my hands. He is. He really is. Satan Claus. <laughs> it's very sexual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when you finally, turn, it's like a time limit. Once you turn back into good old Santa Claus. You, you you play the level as per usual. And actually, you use your magic powers again, and you can open Christmas presents dotted around as well. And if you open a Christmas present, what's inside them, do you think, guys? Powers. Or, or, I know it is, uh, or booby traps and things. Good. There are presents, there are power-ups, they're also sometimes playing enemies and sometimes oh. bombs. Oh. So the trick is to open it and run away in the opposite that, direction. That's a good tip, and I usually do that. You open Revenge it and run away. So if you leave these power ups, are they gonna be delivered to children like for the children to open the, the presents to get a bomb or like um, some alien bomb, some enemy jumping out to assault them? The bomb blows up in itself after like two or three seconds, so they they'll be alright. But what yeah. kind of power ups are there? There's not a lot. Mince pies. Most of the power ups are like cookies and milk. Extra lives. Okay. Sometimes the hot cocoa. Extra. And how do they represent extra lives and, and health bar? Well, what's the faces, health bar? Santa's face. So Christmas pudding. Nope. Mm-mm. 
Uh, Santa hats, Christmas hats. Oh, Santa hats. And you can pick those of up. Of course. That's Obviously. how you get more energy. See, I think you start with about five Christmas hats and you can go down, you can get more Christmas hats and bish, bash, and bosh. I, you know, I actually quite like this game. I think it, it like I said, guys, uh, me, and, me and my wife, Becca, played it quite a lot. We, we put a, quite a few hours into it, actually. And I thought there was enough variety into it to keep you going. The levels are a bit different to each other. I thought the graphics were not exceptional, but I think they were quite well detailed. You know, they were good late 16-bit graphics. Good late 16-bit okay. graphics, smooth gameplay as well. You know, you, the, the detection with enemies is perfect as well. You know what? I went in this game thinking, yeah, it's going to be okay. But actually, I've, I, I've got a, lot, a bit more time for it now. I'm not saying it's the best platform well, ever made. What were the controls like? Because one of my problems with platform mm-hmm. games, partly the fact that I'm rubbish at them, <laughs> but also is... Slippery characters. I struggle with. I struggle with Mario. I struggle with like Zool. When you jump with Santa, does Santa just jump and stop? Is there a little bit of well, is, is slipperiness? He's a bit of a portly is character, it? so when he's when he's when he lands, he kind of stays he where just he is. Stop. Okay, I like no, that. He's, I yeah, like I think that. it's like a bit slower than Mario. It's a tad slower, and the the, the controls are very very responsive. I think it's very good. <laughs> the controls are good. Okay, and do you know what, guys? A little little twist as well. A bigger twist in a way than the anti claws. About, I can't remember how many levels it is, maybe four or five uh, levels in, uh, you, you play like a bonus level, a Christmas sleigh level. Have you seen this, Rob? No, I don't think and so. It's like a side view, and you've got a lovely sort of silhouette of a, of a town below you, kind of like a buildings and houses and whatnot, and you control the sleigh. You actually fly the sleigh around, and you've got to, dr- you've got to drop the presents off. So it's nice. a little bit like... I think of a game that reminds me of like Defender sort of view. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. around, and you have to dodge certain things and drop... It's a quite a nice little mini game, actually. That sounds nice. cool. It breaks up the level pretty well. That so cool. it's got a lot about it, you know. Mm. I, I'd, hey, is it worth three hundred and forty pounds? <laughs> Probably not. No. If you can check it out on, on, on you know, we don't usually condone using an emulator, but it's the only way you can be able to play it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll put my hands up. It is worth checking out because it's the only Christmas Christmas game Christmas Christmas I can think of. But there are Christmas possible. There games. are some spin-off games I will talk about later, but you know what? I liked it, and my wife liked it. She she's into her platform game. She's a huge Sonic fan, and she she enjoyed playing this. And definitely give it a whirl if you get a chance. I mean, did any of you guys get a chance to play? I, yeah. no, I, I tried right. to, but I, it wasn't on my retro pie. So oh, sadly, boom, I couldn't. Boom. 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 It, it was on mine. That's weird, isn't it? That is weird. Mm. Which which do you look at both sixteen bit? Do you look at SNES and Mega Drive? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. I'll check drive. again, but I'm pretty sure. I think it's the Mega Drive one that I. It definitely wasn't on the Mega Drive. One. Mm. What do you reckon the reviews for? What do you reckon people outside of this room thought about this game? Average. I say dreaded mixed reviews. <laughs> yeah. You the notes? <laughs> not bad reviews, yeah, but yeah. like 70%. I think by that, what year did it come out? Night 4? Uh, yeah, Night 4, I believe it was, yeah. Um, certain platform games kind of started to suffer review-wise, like uh, games like Ristar on the Mega Drive. It's really yeah, good. Yeah. It's really good, but it didn't review that well because I think by then people were a bit jaded with these kind we of. We gave Rystar a great review. I think they gave it like ninety percent. You did, yeah. Just, but that's yeah. it. But at the time, I think it only got like high seventies, eight early eighties. Whereas mm. maybe two or three years before, it would have been nineties all round. Was saturated so as well. I reckon it? this was a saturated market. I reckon high seventies. Yeah, I think that's fair. <clears throat> when I was looking around the internet, the reviews were very mixed. Some people loved it. Others hated it. But most of them were kind of in the middle. Mm. I'd guess mid to late, mid to high sixties. Yeah, probably. Did you find a Metacritic? For I didn't. I couldn't find one. I'm afraid. Just some random. Adrian not been reviewed score. enough. Adrian, well, I'm gonna. I'm Adrian gonna it, really, I'm gonna say overall, my final thoughts on this game: good fun, nothing crazy innovative. I like the coffee slant. 
That reminds me of Dylan. It reminds me of Dylan. It's weird. Um, classy game, actually. I have to say, classy than I expected. It's smooth. And if it wasn't Xmas based, if it wasn't Christmas based, would it be better or worse? I wasn't totally sure. And I'm, I'm sure Rob would say if it was a completely different environment, the same sort of game, maybe better, would you say? Uh, I, I think the Christmas thing adds to it, personally. Well, it would have no reason to exist otherwise. Like you said, it is kind yeah. of quite generic. <laughs> yeah. But I just thought of a weird kind of, Isn't it weird how many platformers have characters that wear red and white? You have Santa, you have Sonic in his shoes, you have Mario, Mario in his fire kind of thing. Can't think of any other platform <laughs> characters who wear red and white right That's now. That's good, though. But... <laughs> um, oh, God, you've got me thinking. Aaron now. Acrobat wears red. Yes, I know that. Mm. Zool's got red in his. He's got red. Red's just a core color. It's the primary color. It's the primary color. I think. The NES thing was purely because I think of memory and limitation of the console that Mario. But when designing this game, I'm sure they can't think. What color should we make Santa? They had to make him red. (laughs) They could have made him (laughs) multicolored. They could have made him blue and angry. Could have got rainbow Santa. Is Krampus in the game? I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll whisper a few numbers. We don't often do proper reviews, but I think it's... Oh, I want to guess yeah, it. Yeah, we'll do it. So. on the doors. We'll do out of five, don't we? We do, it. we do the podcast one. So yeah. graphics, I like. I, I actually really enjoyed the graphics. I can't speak too much to the Mega Drive, but the SNES version, I'm going to give it three and a half out of five. Decent. Classy, glossy graphics. Sound, not bad, not amazing. Three out of five. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. the SNES version just have... Christmas carols going over and over again. I was going to say, you mentioned the music. Is it just yeah. like digitised Christmas? Digitised Christmas music and the that sound effects are not bad. Irritating yeah. quite quickly. Mega Drive doesn't have that, I don't think. It's just the snares yeah, version. Oh, well, yeah. It's like quite jingle like, bells and... <laughs> I quite liked it. That's just oh, me, I guess. Yeah. Game, like I said, the gameplay, I liked. I thought it played really well, so I'm going to give that another solid three, three and a half out of five. Nice. You know? nice. Difficulty. Oh, it did get tough some levels. I didn't even to... complete the first couple of levels. So well, it was hard enough. I got about halfway through the game and they got tougher. And it, you know, well, it, what was it that got hard? The platforming, the enemies. You or... had. To, I think actually one of the sort of negatives. I don't spoke too much about negatives, but some of the sort of platforms you have to jump onto, you can just about see in the outside of the screen. Mm. You can see something. You know, yeah, you have yeah. to sort of judge it. Like and one or two jump. jumps, you almost have to jump blind. Hopefully, you can land that. on the platform. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but when you do it you feel good about yourself but uh, it's yeah, just you feel good about yourself like I'm done I survived <laughs> I think the difficulty was, was fair so there was a few levels where I, had, I died about four or five times I eventually cracked it and got through it and it, you, you keep plugging away you, you learn the levels really yeah. well so I'll give it three three out of five and longevity yeah, you know me and Becca came back to it often I liked it I think I'll go back to it again in the future next Christmas maybe another, <laughs> another three and a half so I'm sorry, guys, but I'm going to say three and a half overall for this bad boy. I liked it. So a solid 70%. Yeah, that's solid. We like that solid 70%. We like a solid 70% yeah. on our game. That is so solid. Um, look, days before Christmas, well worth checking out. And it got me thinking, actually, is there mm. any other Christmas-based video games knocking about? God, we can only think of one slightly. And only because of this like argument that's going around it's about... Not um, all this argument that's going around about Die Hard being a Christmas movie or not. Yeah. It is a Christmas movie. It's clearly, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. We all agree. Die Hard trilogy. That's a great game. Two of those three games are Christmas games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair Die enough. Hard is set at Christmas. Die Hard 2 is set at Christmas. Die Hard 3. Die Hard with Vengeance is set in like the middle of a long hot summer. So yeah. not that one. <laughs> um, but yeah. I was looking up the Wikipedia pay, category page for Christmas games earlier on. Mm-hmm. And apparently Duke Nukem 3D is a Christmas game. Oh, uh, yeah. Explain. Well, like the plot is that he's kind of go, he's 
finished Duke Nukem 2 and he's going back to LA for like his Christmas holidays. Then he gets there and <laughs> the, and like the police have all been turned into uh, pig monsters or something. Yep. Whoa, and yeah, but he's going there because it's his Christmas it's holidays, Christmas. and yeah, I didn't know it's Christmas holidays. <laughs> Excellent, yeah. apparently so. There you go. I've got some interesting curveballs to throw. Do you want to hear some? There's yes. probably one that I think. Go on. I think Keith, you might be interested in this. Oh, go on, go on, go on. There's a. And I only found about this the other day. I'd be interested if you know about this. Um, for the sake of Saturn, in November the twenty second, <laughs> so he's, just before, just before Christmas, really. Oh, the, Christmas nights. Nineteen ninety six. A certain Christmas nights. Yes. Into Dreams was released. Yeah, yeah, did you know yeah. about this? Yeah, I did. Sorry. Yeah, um, it was a, not not an expansion, but it was like some bonus stuff for Nights Into Dreams, the Saturn game, mm-hmm. um, where it's all Christmas themed and. Knights is wearing a Christmas outfit and there's some Christmas levels and yeah yeah I mean I don't know much about Knights I haven't really played Knights too much I know it's a, it's well respected isn't it yeah it was um, Sega put a lot of weight behind it mm. advertising wise and stuff and they bought out the 3D pad for the Saturn analog pad which is like the first analog controller <coughs> to come out and they launched it with that because you had this mechanic of being able to fly in a 3D space and stuff it's a good looking game it's there's not a lot of depth to it but you know it's this it's good fun. This particular game is mm. probably not really a game though. It's given away as a gift. Yeah, and it's yeah. more of a demo. But look, apparently it was uh, in Japan. It was given away to subscribers of the Famitsu magazine. It also came in the America USA packaged with the Next Generation and Games Players magazines. And in Europe, it was first bundled in certain Saturn packages yeah. or given as promotional items when you bought two Saturn games. Oh, okay. Uh, and a year later, in 1997, it was available with the dream, December issue of Sega Saturn magazine. So it got out there. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, it's quite collectible now, actually. But what's really quite clever about it, it only has one level. Okay, mm-hmm. It's only one level of the, the Knights game. But... Is it to do with the date? Yeah. Yeah, go on. It's not actually... It is... It, whenever you play it, apparently, it has different sort of modes. So it's got a lot of, lot of longevity about it. So... If you play at certain times in the year, there's there's winter nights, there's New Year's nights. Um, if you, I think you play at certain days, different things will happen in the it game. Goes, yeah, it goes huh. by the date and the system. Clever clock. Is that? Nice. That's, That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I didn't know about that. I completely forgot about it. And, uh, apparently, found April Fool's Day. Um, there's like, there's little cameos. Is it Reela? Reela makes a little appearance. I don't know much about the game personally, but this sort of bonus character pops up. Look. I think it's it's, it's it's only one level game apparently, but that's pretty good. That's, yeah, no, that's a good one. I checked that's it out right. on eBay, and you know it's yeah. it's not free anymore, obviously. But no. 20, 20, 30 pounds for the Japanese version, mm. maybe a bit more for the sort of US or Europe version. I need to get nights for, for yeah. my Saturn, so yeah, and I think that try and get that as well. Fair play for trying something a bit different, and yep. fair play to Sega for doing something a bit unusual. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. Is that a Christmas game? Yeah, it is. Well, it is. Yeah. It is. It's a Christmas. Part of a game, and I think it kind of uh, poo-poo's your idea earlier, Rob. About you can only play it before Christmas, right? During Christmas, <laughs> it's not just a Christmas game, <laughs> <laughs> but it is called Christmas, Christmas nights. nights into Dreams. So, but you can—it's sort of every night into yeah. dreams. I like it. I, I like, like it. it. Um, Good shout. Another game that I did some digging around—a game that I remember playing back in the days—and I'm sure I reckon Dylan did. Holiday Lemons. Holiday Lemmings. Yeah. Oh my god, my brain has gone to mush. In 1993, a certain company called Psygnosis, Holiday Lemmings, obviously with DMA oh, yeah. design, they made a special spin-off Lemmings so game called Holiday Lemmings. How many levels? Whole game? Yeah, or um, I don't think it was many levels. No, I don't think it's it's like I think about a third like a of the game. I think it's like a, it costs about sort of ten pounds to buy. I think at the time, For, um, completely forgot about yes. that. <laughs> Small standalone game. 
released during the early 1990s holiday season, 993, and it's just a classic Lemmings gameplay, but Christmas themed le- uh, levels. And I think the Lemmings actually wear Christmas hats, don't they? Yeah. Ah, nice. I did play that, and it's nice, you know, it's just a nice simple little cool. game. And it's, it's a little bonus that side notes have put You've in done there. some really good research, because yeah. all I did was Google Christmas and nothing came back up. Well, <laughs> apart from Days Before Christmas. Two years later, carrying on the trend, 3D Lemmings came, well, 3D Lemmings came out before then, but 3D Lemmings Winterland what? came out. I don't even know that existed. Um, a demo of Lemons 3D, but a special snowy, wintry graphics. Oh. Um, yeah, so six levels, not featured in the full game. A nice little bonus. I've got one last game. Oh my god! Go on then. And I, I think this is the most sauciest game that they're going. Hello, uh... Maria's Christmas Pox. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. I've gone there. To look in Maria's You've Christmas gone Pox. There. Released by well, my favourite software developers, Anko. Anko. Anko Software Limited. Never heard of them. Oh, Anko. And in 1988, this game was released on what what platforms? Do you think? What, what? It's, um, if it's something saucy, it, it does surely. Yeah, yeah it's it's DOS. DOS. Amiga, huh. Amiga, Atari ST, and good old Commodore 64. Oh, you've got to get on the Commodore 64. I, we don't like to go down through it too often, but I think it's only fair to have a little bit of background on this game. Oh. What sort of game do you reckon it is? <laughs> go is it RPG. Good guess. Is it a text adventure? Like no, no. It's not like Leisure Suit Larry or something. It's rude. It's <laughs> okay. If it's something is rude, it a strip poker. Game? It is a strip poker game. <laughs> it's a strip poker a, game, but Maria is dressed in Santa stuff. Yeah. Well, you play a strip poker against Maria Whitaker. Maria Whitaker. And she was a UK model in the 1980s. Oh, oh so it's actual digitized pictures As, of a real model. Yes. The f- <laughs> She is first wearing a Santa Claus suit and does not get completely naked. Uh, What's it called? It's called Maria's <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Box. This <laughs> is like the most sacrilegious game ever. I don't think if she gets... Think about... <clears throat> yeah, she never gets completely naked, luckily. All right. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, apparently Anko made other strip poker games. Uh, yeah, but... I mean, you know... If there you, you know, go. Actual... Say it wrong. <laughs> you know... It's where Jesus came from. <laughs> what, Maria's Christmas box? Yes. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, Maria. Oh. Like, I can't believe they brought that game I can't out. believe... it was that. I think that's just unfortunate. Her first name was also Maria. Coincidence, I that's, think. We're going to say that's a coincidence. Hmm. I, I've never but, played Maria's Christmas box. I don't really have any inclination to try it out. Oh, uh, I can't play poker, so I'll just lose. <laughs> that's the reason we're going to play. I'd be sat there naked in front <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not filming this podcast lucky. We're just keep naked right now. Surely uh, a, lot, a lot of the people who played that were naked <laughs> the game as well. Probably. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Moving on quickly. Uh, Look, any other Christmas games before we wrap up this podcast? No, I only had Die Hard Trilogy. We mentioned Home Alone last year. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah Home, Home Alone. Alone. That's yeah. done. We've, we've done the Home Alone thing. Mm. <laughs> we've no, now done the strip poker. Yeah, I think, I think, think we've that. got to call it a day. I think <laughs> Batman Returns is technically set of Christmas, and that was a game. Boom. Was it, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a bad game, but yeah. it was a game. It was a game. Look, if there's any other <laughs> Christmas games that we've just missed, any glaring misses, let us know. Get, get in contact. Um, guys, if, have a lovely Christmas, and uh, we'll speak to you soon.
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and from SoundCloud and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.